hosts, Natasha. And Khalil, a.k.a. KC. And we are the co-hosts of Woke and Free. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our fourth episode of Woke and Free. We are so excited that you're here to join the conversation. And if you've been with us for the past couple of weeks, you know that Woke and Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. And we are talking about everything and anything that's important to us, to you, and the world. And guess what? Nothing is off the table. In this episode, we wanted to address a very fascinating topic. So a friend of mine on Facebook posed a question that I knew needed to make its way to Woken Free. She asked a question from her friend that pretty much said, do we need permission from our loved ones to make drastic changes to our own bodies? Yes, you heard me correctly, permission. But before we dive into this, let's cover some ground rules. Again, thank you for joining us for this episode. We ask that you listen to the entirety of it, subscribe to Woken Free on iTunes, on SoundCloud, on Stitcher, on TuneIn, on Google Play. Make sure you share the episode with your friends and family and make sure you talk to us on social media. I'm always on there, guys. Khalil is uh, somewhat on there as much as, much as A I tiny am. Bit. But you will definitely find us both on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube as well. So every week we like to share a little bit about us before we dive into the topic. Last week we shared our superpower that we'd want. This week we'd like to share something that we do in a certain scenario. So if we were trapped on an island, we had to choose uh, what are three songs and three foods that we'd absolutely have to have. Me personally, I'd have to have steak cognac and croissants as my food choice uh, my songs that i'd like better off alone by alice dj that's my favorite techno song i'd have to have uh if i ruled the world by nas it's the first rap song that put me on to him i'd have to have uh, sweet soca music by sugar daddy this song is a soca twist on the song called bittersweet symphony which i really like as well so having this song gives me my soca fix, and it also reminds me of the original song, which is really great, by the way, and you should listen to it. Tasha, you can like tell us what would you do in that scenario. Okay, I really like uh, your choices of music. Very diverse, uh, very interesting. Definitely new country wasn't making its way there. Never. <laughs> but uh, for me, when it comes to food, I would say I definitely would want water. I'm surprised you didn't say that. That's... Well, you're surrounded by water, so you can get water pretty easily through osmosis. Oh, really? So we're doing osmosis, osmosis on our own on an island. Yes, it's pretty easy. Just boil your water. Okay. I mean, you have to find a pan, but however you got there, you probably have something in your bag that could be used as a makeshift pot. Okay. All right. Well, I don't know. I'm I'm still going to stick with water. So water is my first thing. I need anything sugar. So we're talking Skittles. We're talking just straight out sugar, uh, mint, uh, anything sugar. I'm all about it. And then, of course, keeping it classy, chicken wings, specifically fried. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yep. So those are my three choices for food. And then when it comes to music, uh, I hope you know my choices, but for me, I would say first, This Woman's Work by Maxwell. Maxwell, I love you. I think you're amazing. Of course you do. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, if I Could Turn Back Time by Cher. Again, Cher, I love you. Amazing. And then third, 
Hello, Drake and Wizkid. Love the summer song, Come Closer. So dope. Uh, I'm not sure what song that is, actually. Oh, even though I listen to it 12 times a day. Okay, yeah, you're going to have to show that to me later, because I, I actually don't remember that one. Okay, all right. He's playing games, guys. But we'll keep it moving uh, as you think about your own three food choices and uh, three songs that you'd have to have if you were stuck on an island. Hopefully not, but if you do, just, you know, preparation, guys. <laughs> but keeping it moving, I would say. So let's talk about the idea of permission in a relationship. When we are talking about this idea, we're really talking about the idea of boundaries in relationships. And again, this is woke and free. free. So what does that mean? We have to get a little educated on the subject. So if you go to psychcentral.com, associate editor wrote about the psychologist Leslie Becker Phelps, who pretty much talked about what are healthy boundaries and she says that healthy boundaries include everything from speaking up when you think they're you're being disrespected or advocating for yourself to have more time to do your own interests and I absolutely agree I think boundaries are a must but permission this this idea of asking someone else to to be able to do something to your body that's a different that's a different concept and actually in another article written by Catherine Dietz who's a healthy relationship coach that in the article waiting for permission from your partner she says let's get real here no one else needs to let you do anything you're an adult and you have the right to be you without anyone's permission and to be honest guys I couldn't agree more yeah keeping on the the subject of uh, being an adult and asking a permission you know, I really think asking permission only exists in two types of relationships. The one is between a child and parent, and the other is between a student and teacher. Mm. A child can ask a parent permission to hang out at a friend's house, or a young student can ask a teacher permission to use the bathroom during class. And we're talking about elementary school, of course, because in college, if you're asking for a bathroom pass, you're in a different type of college. Okay, Kalo. <laughs> so my point is being that asking permission should only happen between a young person and an elder. It doesn't make sense for a couple to have to ask permission to do something because it's not about one partner ruling over the other. It's good to ask each other advice on things, but requesting to do something seems a little bit overbearing to me. I agree. I agree. So what are healthy boundaries in relationships? This differs depending on the type of relationship that each person in the relationship needs to express. Everyone is different and might feel that it's okay to grind on another person, even when you're in a relationship, but that's kind of uh, suspect to me. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're a person that wants to do that, you probably should let your partner know because your partner is not going to agree with you most likely. <laughs> it might be something that you have to actually change to remain in that relationship. It's good for each person to know what's acceptable in the relationship because most of us are not telepaths. Very true. I think uh, the point... Uh, that you're making is really speaking to the fact that you have to have ground rules. Every relationship has its own set of rules and boundaries for all parties involved. We're not even just sticking to uh, monogamous relationships. Whatever type of relationship you're in, you have to set what what the rules are and you and you can't be a mind reader so you have to be transparent if if you want everyone to be on the same page and that there are no surprises some people don't mind the drama and are all about that you know kind of scandal approach to life but if you're not it's easier to just you know set the boundaries 
you know, know what, what each party wants. And, and to be honest, the want list will grow because for us, even after 13 years being together, our relationship has definitely evolved and grown than when it started. Right. Yeah. So another question I'd like to ask about relationships are, are there any deal breakers in a relationship? Mm. So I'll go ahead and take this one first. Mm -hmm. uh, people in a serious, committed relationship would probably want to say there's nothing my SO or significant other could do to make me ditch them. But let's be real. Everyone has a deal breaker. Some deal breakers that I think are definitely uh, prone to end a relationship are if you live together and you don't feel safe in your home. <laughs> So, yeah, you, you probably know the situation I'm talking about when I bring that up. Yes, Khalil. <laughs> also, another one is stealing from your partner. I mean, really, you have to hide things just so you, they don't disappear or walk off the next morning. That's that's Insane. too much. Yeah. It kind of goes goes along with being safe in your own, own home. <laughs> so, uh, not recognizing one's accomplishments mm -hmm. like you always need to cherish your partner and let let them know that you see them you you see them out there doing some good stuff let them know about it that's true clapping at your partner like they are deaf excuse him audience he's a fool this goes out to a certain group of women who like to make noises to get across their point <laughs> that's probably not the way to go about it ever and uh, a last deal breaker that i came up with is always stomping on your partner's hopes and dreams mm. i mean that's you shouldn't be a dream crusher that's not your partner's <laughs> job they want to keep you on the path and keep you realistic but crushing one's dreams is not what a partner does they make sure they can reach their dreams right i mean that's what you'd want so mm. th these deal breakers that i name i think they can't be overlooked they're things that can fundamentally destroy a relationship in my eyes. Okay, okay. I think uh, a couple of deal breakers that come to mind for me uh, would definitely be the following. Not being allowed to share your opinion. I think that that's uh, very wrong and uh, inhumane, to be honest. Uh, also, making your, your partner doubt themselves or doubt their reasoning. Like, if you're being so manipulative to the point where your significant other doesn't trust their own thinking is uh, psychologically damaging, and you might be a sociopath. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Is that really? That's well, a little I'm, extreme. I'm not a doctor, but I'm just saying. You might want to really evaluate how you're communicating with people. Uh -huh. <laughs> um acting in a manner that allows the other person to to always have to resort to being jealous so kind of like what you were mentioning before if you constantly are grinding on someone or you're constantly giving goo goo eyes or acting a fool and your partner is always kind of resorting to this place of not feeling safe in their relationship and not feeling secure and then they start behaving uh you know crazy in all different types of ways that you can define that uh, that's a problem, right? I think that there's a problem for you, the person who doesn't feel safe as well as the person who's overtly causing drama and, and negative reactions. I think that that's a deal breaker for sure. Um, I think also not encouraging your partner to be their full self is, is uh, a deal breaker because I think kind of like what you pointed out that a partner is, is voluntary. This isn't slavery. So if we're doing this voluntarily, then we should be encouraging each other to be our best selves and, and really enjoy that process. 
also not supporting your partner when they want to try new and different things. And I'm not just talking about the bedroom. I'm talking about just <laughs> like wow. I'm talking about generally in life. If someone if you're if you're in bed with your loved one and they turn to you and they say, you know, I want to I want to start I, w- I might want to explore boxing or I want to learn how to knit or I want to start a business. Don't shut don't be a dream killer. Yeah, don't look at them as if they have seven heads and and make them question again, question them question their reasoning be supportive and talk things out if you don't understand why your partner feels something then ask the questions but don't just kill the dreams i think that is a probably a, a really big big deal breaker what else do as, I have? as long as you're realistic and they don't tell you something like oh yeah i've just drained our bank account and i invested in this new company you have to be reasonable you have to you have to make good choices and you have to think uh, as pragmatic as you can but you also have to believe in your partner and you have to you have to weigh your pros and cons for every decision you make and then also not I would just saying just generally just not helping your partner evolve and grow I think it's weird when when people tell me they want they're growing and they're going this different direction in their life and their partner isn't with them on that to me that seems like a, a dream killer and a definitely that that's a situation where they're not making you your best version of you and so that's a deal breaker so what do you do when you are not on the same page with your partner mm. At some point, you need to address the issue because sooner or later, it's going to come up. And if you let it fester, it's going to become an even bigger issue than originally. Mm-hmm. Maybe your SO went and hung out with their ex and got home late that evening. If you don't talk about how that made you feel, it could come out later where you explode at them and even try to use that in another situation against them. That's not cool. That's not woke. Mm-hmm. You need to get this out of your system before it comes a real problem. Okay. So like I said earlier, there's a consequence for every action and inaction that we take. And I couldn't agree more with you. So if you're not on the same page with your partner, you have to ask yourself essentially a series of questions. Why don't they agree with you? Uh, Have they shared reasonable and fully thought out arguments and statements that you can consider for your decision? Are you willing to deal with the consequence of moving forward on this decision? And are you willing to deal with the consequence of not moving forward? Have you truly weighed the pros and cons for your decision? And in the end, you're gonna have to live with this decision and your partner is going to respond how they're gonna respond. So it's all about figuring out, doing essentially the the math (laughs) for the situation and making making it come to a head like you meant like you mentioned you have to you have to deal with things in relationships unfortunately you cannot shove your head in the sand and hope that it gets better because otherwise you'll just live 40 50 years of regret and believe me i've met women and men who felt that way and it's really sad and unnecessary so i would say the next thing i wanted to actually address which was uh kind of a continuation of this permission idea was In the conversation that my friend posted on her timeline, as people were responding as to, no girl, you don't need permission, or yes, you should be submissive to your man, uh, dot, dot, dot. Uh, (laughs) What I thought was very interesting were there were several references to the fact that if you're talking about permission, that you should be also living your marriage in accordance to the Bible, the Christian Bible. And I then wanted to pose this question to us all about regardless of what religion you practice, how are people managing their religious uh, suggestions for how to manage their relationship with their own intentions, 
for the relationship they have. And I think that this is a very complex issue because you have different religious groups that have different rules and guidelines, as well as your own belief systems and your own intentions that you want to apply to your marriage. So how do you how do you marry the two? How do you kind of figure out what, what you're going to do and what you're not going to do? And not to mention that there are, in addition to these religious texts, these are interpretations of, uh, of these religious uh, articles and, and documents that are at play here. So uh, there's a lot going on. Uh, I, you know, when I did a little bit of research to be woke and free, of course, uh, I, I thought it was very interesting that most of the resources that said that religion was, was good and healthy for a relationship uh, was from a religious organization, actually. And uh, they could have spouted to the fact that, you know, people in, in marriages that are very religious, they have a less chance of divorce. They have a, you know, a more fulfilling approach to how they feel in their marriage. It was it was kind of self-fulfilling. But, Khalil, what do you think about that? Well, I know a couple episodes ago I talked about how statistics could be skewed. So let's not look at these this research done by this religious organization as like the gospel or what the lay of the land really is because statistics can be skewed so don't take that at face value like if you do the research there's probably a lot more that goes into why people get divorced than just if they you know tithe every day or go to church it's there's a lot more that goes into marriages like we Mm -hmm. already know that just by discussing some of the, the topics that we went over today in terms of like relationships how do they break up or Mm -hmm. like how can you keep a relationship strong i mean there's a lot more that goes into it besides religion so Mm -hmm. i don't think having just a strong religious tie is going to help your relationship Mm -hmm. maybe it gives you a common connection Mm -hmm. i mean that that's that's the one thing i that that's the one benefit i could see from it but other than that I'm not seeing the biggest benefit that religion can have on the relationship. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can come up with things on your own that, that, that like we just, like, like I said, that we were discussing before on how to make your relationship strong. Mm-hmm. So I don't think religion is the key to that. Okay. So now practically speaking, let's go through some examples. So uh, I'll do one, right? Okay. All so right. say I wanted to have a boob job. Woohoo! <laughs> I, A, this is a hypothetical, I'm very happy with my girls, but <laughs> say I wanted to do something uh, with with my girls, uh, and your opinion would be? I'd be totally against that. <laughs> I'm not for inserting silicon implants anywhere on the body. Interesting, okay. Now, okay, so we're a married couple. How do we work through this example? So you gotta look at it from a couple of points. Mm-hmm. Uh, First, I'd, I'd look at the financial standpoint. Who's covering the cost of this boob job? That's That'd be my first question. Okay. And then when we know who's covering it, can they actually afford it? Mm-hmm. Uh, next thing is, is what are the risks of getting this boob job? Mm-hmm. Like, how will it affect you medically? Mm-hmm. Like, is this the, will there be some risk in the future that it can cause breast cancer? I mean, mm-hmm. these are serious issues. Mm-hmm. So, and then the third thing is probably more like vain, but how's it really going to make you look? Is it going to kind of throw things off and have people look at you different and say, mm-hmm. that's not the real you? Like, what did you do? Is it going to mm. turn people away, like people that know you? Mm-hmm. Is it going to garner new sort of attention? Mm. I mean, these, I, these are a couple of things I'd, I'd want to have discussed. Okay. 
So those are all interesting points. I think that, you know, if in reality, if I really did want a boob job, I would I would have to weigh those those thoughts that and, and kind of arguments that you've thrown my way and then have to we'd have to go back and forth. But ultimately, would you say, you know, if, if I did want to move forward with that again, should people be asking for permission for that? Well, no, that that's not a permission. Mm -hmm. Now that comes down. It, if it comes down to it and you both can't see eye to eye on it and mm -hmm. one partner says, no, you can't do that or mm -hmm. no, I really don't want you to do that mm -hmm. and the other person says, I'm going to do it regardless, mm -hmm. then this comes down to your deal breakers. Was that okay. a deal breaker? Body, I don't want to say... Changes. <laughs> yeah, let's say mm -hmm. body changes. Are, is, is radical body changes part of your deal breakers? If it is, then you can bring this up to your partner to that Hey, if you do this, you know, I don't I don't really know if we can stick together. So that's an ultimatum then. Yes. Mm. And you agree with ultimatums then? Yes, I agree with that. Uh, yes. <laughs> I think that life is very complicated. I understand why someone would want to arrive at a, a ultimatum, but I think that you, at the end of the day, if it is a deal breaker for someone, then someone has to say that. But I would preface that with by saying that then that should have been said hopefully before the vows were exchanged, right? Because it's, it's always easy to say after the fact, oh no, you can't do this. But like, where was that when you all were dating? Like on date three, that should have been discussed. But some things, some issues are hard because if someone decides they want to become a liger, it's like, I didn't even know that lions and tigers could mix and become ligers. True. And now you, the human, wants to be one? That's pretty strange. I don't know who would bring True. that up. You're gonna so have, yeah. if you have these really extreme situations, I mean, who is going to bring that up before marriage? That's the thing. So then that then leads to the question, when thinking about marriage, making sure that you've laid out as much as you can about asking people critical questions and also divulging as much of who you are so that it is clear. But you are right. There are certain desires and wishes and wants that will evolve as you evolve as a person. And hey, if you want to be a liger, ligers are us, right? Like, do you and have fun. Uh, careful. I don't know what you're eating. But... <laughs> <laughs> You're catching mice and small little rodents. I mean, we do have a rodent problem in like this the New York City trains. I don't, maybe that's good. <laughs> yeah, but then you could just become a cat. I mean, I think they are. They're becoming a big cat, right? So it's different. I, I think Liger's a little scarier, though. Okay. All right. What about you? Do you have a scenario that we, another scenario that we could share with the audience? What about a scenario that? Uh, your partner wants to travel to, um, let's say, uh, Cancun on spring break, mm. but they don't want you to come along, and they're going, you know, with some buddies, and you really don't want them, you don't want your partner to go because you know when he, when when your partner hangs with his buddies, he gets a little wild and mm. kind of loses a little loses control, mm. and you tell him that, hey, you, I, I really don't want you to go. What <laughs> do you do? If he says he's going either way. Ah, interesting. So that, I think, applies to a lot of people, right? So, And it could go guy, the guy way or the girl way. Yeah, or the girl way. Uh, yeah. I would say the best way to handle that situation would be to not necessarily give an ultimatum where, like you say, if you go on the trip, we're over. I think that there's, there's more options before arriving there. I would say the best way to handle that would be to, if you are going to go, then you can't get as maybe as drunk as you normally would or as 
you uh, lit as you normally would because you're going to endanger the relationship you have. And so unless the person, if the person thinks that spending time with their friends and being buck wild is more valuable than having the, the consistency of that relationship and what they get out of that relationship, then you're going to need to mind how you behave when you, when you're away so that you don't just kind of muck up everything. I, that's what I would say would be the best way to handle that because if he's going no matter what, or she's going no matter what, then she's going to have to mind her behavior, right? Because the other person's not going to change their opinion about the trip. So then you either change the opinion about something or change behavior. So that person on the trip is going to have to change their behavior. Yeah, I mean, that's, I guess that that's the best you could really hope for is that the person mm -hmm. changes their behavior because they're going to go either way. And then technically you, they don't have to ask your permission to of go. Not, so. Right? As long as they're they do right and they try hard to not mess mm -hmm. up, you really got to give them the a okay and you know give them the benefit of the doubt that that person's gonna be okay and they're mm -hmm. not gonna make a mistake. And also, you know, she could also just travel and uh, just spy on him, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she could do that. She could hire a PI, you know, things like that. Because then she won't get caught in the act, you know, it's fine. True, no, no, that's not healthy, ladies. That's not, that's not the course of action to take. Uh, we're just going to think positive thoughts and, uh, and again, make sure that the person understands what are deal breakers that can occur on this trip. And so the person's going to have to mind their, mind their manners and act correctly. So now I think we are coming up to the closing of this episode you know we have so much fun it just ends so quickly i can't yeah. even uh before we do we'll, we'll again cover a couple of things so questions to the audience we actually want to know your opinions for those married for those in relationships with your booze with your bays all different types of names that you have for your partner. Uh, how do you feel about this topic? Is this something you want to explore on a deeper level? Do you have other types of similar scenarios that you think are coming to mind? Let's all be woke and free about it. And uh, let's talk about it on wokenfree.com. Just go to the contact page and submit your questions and also holler at us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, just at Woken Free. Just let us know what your thoughts are. And uh it is, uh, yeah, we're coming to the close of this. And uh, I think I'm always asking you, what are we going to do? Am I going to leave them in suspense? No! On our next episode, <laughs> we're continuing the conversation about couples. We will be talking about how do you find the one? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. That is, uh, I think a lot of people should hopefully benefit from uh, this very important question. And, uh, and uh, you know, I want, we, we both actually want you to, if you have other types of relationship questions, again, send them our way on. Yes, please do. Yes, WokenFree.com. We want to hear your thoughts and comments. And uh, hopefully we didn't piss off too many people or... <laughs> <laughs> suggestions but if we do we want to hear from you either yeah let way. us know exactly give us some feedback please so thanks again for tuning in to woken free until next time and if you didn't already subscribe share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every wednesday for woken, woken free. free wednesdays till next time <laughs>